Welcome to Radio Plays, a podcast devoted to presenting exciting new plays from around the world. Each episode will bring brand new work off the page and straight to you, sharing the latest from both up and coming and veteran playwrights. In our first episodes, we'll present The Reflection Anthology, a selection of four short plays written by Barra Swain. Each play explores the many facets of grief and the varied reactions to change, yet with Barra's signature humor and colorful characters, each of these plays is sure to spark surprise, delight, and more than a few emotions. First up is Turn, 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 in which cousins Diane and Janet grapple with the unexpected and each other in the middle of a funeral home. Beautiful, Diane. I know! It's a shame, right? Look at my face! This, this is a crying shame! Shame on you, Benjamin Hornstein! For ten years, I created a perfect smoky eye for you. For ten years, I created a beautiful home for you. I gave you two perfect babies. Why? Because you wanted them. I gave you a 60-inch flat-screen TV. Why? Because you needed one. I gave you a four-cuff adjustable hogtie restraint strap. Why? Because you begged for one. And for what? (sighs) Do you know what happened to Susie Bamford when she had to check off the single box on her income tax returns last year after her husband left her for some random brunette with a kayak and a blog about curing hiccups? No. With twenty five fucking thousand visitors a month. I'll tell you what happened to Susie Bamford. She ended up in the loony bin, cheating at solidaire and eating (laughs) canned string beans for a month. I don't like green beans, Janet. And I don't like funerals. And I hate my husband for putting me in this predicament. Did you hear that, Benjamin? I can use big words, too. You have a formidable vocabulary, Diane. (laughs) Right. Mmm. And these puppies are real. Hey, can somebody turn that damn music off? It's a sound check. The funeral director said it would be over in a minute. Yeah, like stirrup pants were over in a minute. Like scrunchies and, and rice necklaces were over in a minute. Like my marriage was over in a minute. All I said was, Benji, I made dinner reservations at the Rainbow Room for our wedding anniversary next Sunday. They're serving chicken and truffle pot pies. That's his favorite. And he says, I'll be out of town on a business trip. What the fuck? Insensitive, cruel, and indifferent, am I right? Maybe he was distracted. You want to go away on election day, Benji? Bon fucking voyage. You need to go on a business trip on Chinese New Year's, Benji? Saya fucking Nara. But this, Janet... This is our anniversary. If that's not sacred, what is? Oh, God. Oh. Oh, I know what you are thinking. I know exactly what you are thinking. Hmm? Life is sacred. Life with a capital L is sacred. Is that what you're thinking? Well, yes. 
And now you're going to make me feel guilty because I'm wanting the end of my marriage while cousin whatever the hell his name is is lying a hundred yards away in a plain wooden box because, and I'm not afraid to say it, because his devoted wife of more than 50 years is too cheap to buy mahogany or a walnut or pay for cable TV. They're following Jewish custom. <laughs> right. And when I see cousin Bertha eating eggs benedict with a double side of bacon, then we can have this discussion again. The world didn't end, Diane. So you had a little argument. There's, uh, there's a time to break down and a time to build up. See? You weren't listening to me at all. Don't you ever have a single original thought? You're upset. Of course I'm upset. Because then I said, Benjamin, no reservations, no marriage. End of discussion. He knows you didn't mean it. No. No, no. No, I was very dignified, Janet. Serene and dignified. Like when Caitlyn Jenner announced a gender transition. And Benji says, This is not a time for ultimatums, Diane. And then I threw my cornucopia centerpiece at him. You what? $59.99 from Harry and David. And you know how Benji feels about violence. Gun control, nuclear disarmament, college boxing. Mm -hmm. I violated him. Wah, wah, wah. That basket almost knocked my eye out. Wah, wah, wah. And then he threw a couple of things in a gym bag and left. And I haven't seen him since. Since? Since the second round of Jeopardy last night. Maybe you can have another conversation with him. This is my conversation. This fucking envelope is my conversation. I think I've been served, Janet. Do you know what this means? It means I'll be watching reruns of Property Brothers and I'll be saying... Oh, I love your tray ceiling, so-and-so, and... <gasps> Are those cupboards pure oak? And care. Hmm. It means I'll remember the names of every contestant on So You Think You Can Dance and The Bachelorette and use them in conversation, actual conversation with real people. I don't want to learn Bulgarian or, or beating or how to refinish my side table. I don't want to adopt a dog with bad breath and wear a Fitbit so that I feel like I've accomplished something when all I'll really be doing is walking around in circles. And for what? And what I really can't bear, what I really, really can't tolerate is the thought of checking off the single box on my income tax returns next year. Oh, it's so depressing. I didn't vote for our union president last year, but I text voted every single week on American Idol. I can say, je ne comprends pas, hola, mi amo Janet, and guten morgen with a passable accent. And I walked 3,000 steps this morning to choose a paint roller at Ace Hardware for my kitchen wall in whipped butter. Diane, I've been checking off the single box on my tax returns for two years now. I know, Let but... me finish. And if I can do it without landing in a loony bin, then so can you. But I'm not like you, Janet. I, I'm not practical and, 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 and nice and always prepared. You, you, you're like the Mother Teresa of Girl Scouts. <laughs> you're an idiot. I wasn't a Girl Scout. You were. Oh. Well, I looked good in green. Mm. It brings out my eyes. <laughs> Besides, your husband didn't forget your anniversary. No, he died. Right. And now you're the perfect widow. 
You don't complain. You don't look at other men. You don't care if your earrings don't match your other accessories. <laughs> okay. I don't want to be alone. I don't want my marriage to end like this. I don't want my marriage to end! Then talk to Benjamin. There's a time for war and a time for peace. I swear, it's not too late. Do you really think so? Yes. Now, open the letter. But... Open it. Right. Now. Happy anniversary. Let's celebrate all love. (gasps) In the city of love! (laughs) Janet! Two tickets to Paris! (gasps) Our flight leaves next Sunday! (gasps) Oh my god. Oh my god. I've got to call him. Uh, No, you don't. Of course I do! You don't have to. Are you out of your fucking mind? He's been here for an hour. (gasps) Oh my god. Now what's wrong? Look at me! I'm a mess! I can't see Benji looking like this! Don't worry about it. Voila. Let roll up. Now turn. You're my rock. You know that? My fucking rock. I know. Turn. Turn. Thanks again for listening to Radio Plays. If you like what you heard and are interested in helping us share more amazing new works, check out our Patreon page, where you can donate and even become a season sponsor. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Radio Plays. Turn, Turn, Turn was written by Barris Swain and directed by Clay Brackney Wandelier. The cast featured Cara Limer as Diane and Anna Fontaine as Janet. Sound design and editing by Rebecca Varghese.